Much like a starship, the city of Welland is on its way up, and nothing's going to stop us now. For the last few years, there has been a steady stream of news about the city's record-breaking building permits and pace of development. We've even mentioned that a time or two on the show. While we could easily build an entire episode around just that topic, today we are focusing on how growth is managed and planned. Welland didn't get to where we find ourselves overnight or by accident, and where we are today as a city isn't where we'll be in a few years. So, what goes into planning a city? How do we prepare ourselves for what's sure to be significant and exciting change? More importantly, who is responsible for putting all the necessary pieces in place for this to happen smoothly for all stakeholders in our community? Today, we can get a sense of our positive present and a glimpse into our bright future with the city's Director of Planning and Development Services, Grant Monday. So, let's build the stream together and find out what's up, Welland. Okay, today we are joined by Grant Monday, who is the Director of Planning and Building Services. Grant, thanks so much for joining us on What's Up, Welland. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So, um, I'll be honest, this is my first look at our script today. I'm a last minute, uh, replacement for, for Tara O'Toole, who, uh, who couldn't join us, but, uh, which is too bad because she's, uh, a planning department, uh, staffer who has a great deal of knowledge in this area. But, uh, between Grant and Paul, hopefully, uh, they can pick up where I fall down. Uh, so Grant, when we talk about planning, and when we say planning, we're not just talking about one-off plans, but more of the big picture, uh, strategic approach, um, you know, big, big thinking, long-lasting impact types of things for a municipality. Um, so it's not a simple party planning idea. <laughs> you know, it's much bigger than that. It's much more complex than that. Um, can you tell us a little bit about some of the, the high-level conversations that are happening in the world of planning and, and maybe some of the technicalities that uh, people may have heard but don't fully understand? Sure. Yeah, so um, uh, one of the big uh, changes right now happening is that the province has amended the growth plan for the Greater Golden Horseshoe, which is a planning document that the province produces and municipalities are subject to that plan, have to comply with it. And uh, there's a number of changes proposed in that um plan that will will affect the planning we do at the local level and as a result uh, we're in the process of updating our official plan to uh, as part of a normal process but also to come uh, up to terms with this new these new planning changes uh, some of the big issues in planning right now like when we talk sort of generally um, is how do we create more uh, missing middle housing and when I say that I mean how do we change neighborhoods that are traditionally single detached and how do we introduce more townhouses multiple dwellings accessory dwellings small apartment buildings it's something that's missing from our suburban areas and so many municipalities are in the process or thinking about how they're going to grapple that issue and how to how to introduce that type of housing while not uh, substantially uh, destabilizing existing neighborhoods so you mentioned uh, you know, the province, and I think this is maybe one of the things that I come across the most in my role in it, with the misconception about who does what. So for those missing pieces with those different types of housing, is that a city of Welland consideration or is that something from the province that they're encouraging municipalities to do or both maybe? 
Yeah, I think it's a it's a bit of both. Um, municipalities are required to implement provincial policy. And in the provincial policy that's currently in place, it does talk about providing for a mix of housing um, in your plans. Uh, but that's been something that's been lacking from uh, municipalities in Ontario. And so the province is now getting to be more, I would say, heavy handed in the sense that now they're telling municipalities, starting to tell municipalities, this is exactly what we want. Uh, and one example would be accessory dwelling units, the idea of adding a basement apartment to your house or having a second unit detached from your house on the same property. Uh, many municipalities don't permit that. And even though it was in the Planning Act, there wasn't a lot of details behind it, and the province has since come forward and put details to it. So municipalities don't have a choice. They must implement that. And that's kind of the direction the province is heading in with uh, there being a housing supply issue, housing affordability issues. They want municipalities to allow more in their official plans and zoning bylaws. Uh, when you say more, more density, more types of housing to try to create increase the supply of housing and uh, the affordability of housing. So, Grant, you've mentioned a couple times now that Wellington is in the process of updating its official plan. Um, I want to dig into that a bit because you come from planning and I don't. And I would just love a bit of, of clarification for me and for anyone who is listening. What exactly is an official plan and what, um, I mean, you're doing it now. How long will an official plan last for? Sure. The uh, Welland official plan defines uh, community vision, the community's vision for the long-term growth and development of the city. Uh, to support this vision, uh, the plan, official plan contains goals, objectives, and policies to guide um, growth and development in the city and to promote a good quality of life for citizens of Welland while considering important um, environmental, economic, cultural, social factors. The official plan is intended to be a long-term document with a 20-year uh, planning horizon. However, it's generally viewed as a living document that may change as the city evolves, and the plan will uh, is often reviewed at a at five-year uh, increments because of this. Uh, we, it's hard for us to predict economic, social, and environmental changes that might happen uh, during that 20-year period, so, so uh, um, we do see amendments to these plans as, as time moves on. So now Welland is working on its official plan. The region also has an official plan, right? Yes, uh, the region has an official plan, and the region's official plan must conform with provincial policy, and then the city must produce an official plan that has to conform with the region's official plan and also the uh, provincial official plan. So all municipalities go through an official plan at the same time in order to feed it to the region? Like, so basically everyone's in this process right now, Yes, generally speaking, the region will do their plan and then municipalities will, in parallel or or not too long after, update their plans. So lots of planning is happening. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> plans to make the plans. Um, in my role in communications, I, I get the great uh, privilege and joy of, um, you know, promoting some of the great things that are, are popping up in and around the city, um, you know, whether that's new parks and playgrounds or splash pads or uh, various amenities that, that the community will get an opportunity to greatly enjoy. Um, as, uh, as the man with the plan who helps uh, design and shape our city here, are there anything or is there anything um, that people here or those 
maybe thinking of moving here should know about? Or is there anything in particular that Grant Monday gets excited about when thinking about what's happening in Welland and, and what we're seeing being constructed? Yeah, I, I think I think um, the biggest asset that the city has is the Welland Recreational Waterway and its associated facilities. Um, you know, we have uh, the canoe kayak rental facility, a brand new skate park, a new f- splash pad under construction. Uh, we have a new flatwater sports center that's also part of the Welland Recreational Canal Lands that's under construction. Uh, we just recently community, completed a community trail strategy, and a big component of that was how do we create more east-west connections that will connect with the Welland Recreational uh, Trail, which is part of the Circle Route, how can we connect uh, different parts of the city to this waterway? Um, we also have a number of new developments adjacent to the waterway, which is helping bring people and eyes onto the uh, waterway. Um, there's also the Northern Reach development, redevelopment, which was announced, which will bring somewhere around 4,500 dwelling units to the uh, along the canal lands, while also ensuring that public access to the uh, trail will be retained um, in the long term. And it, it just really goes to show that the Welling uh, Recreational Canal is really the spine of the city. And it, 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 it's what part of what makes uh, Welland a great place to live. And the more ways we can find to connect to that spine and, and connect different parts of the city, the more uh, successful and more great uh, that facility is going to be for us uh, today and in the future. I like that. The, you know, the canal being the spine of the city. I think that yeah. that makes perfect sense. And, you know, so you mentioned, you know, some of these these developments and the things that are going on. And of course, yes, we're going to see the houses, whether they're, um, you know, townhomes or deta- whatever shape and form they may take. But with those developments comes the parks and more trails and more access and those kinds of things. Is that sometimes forgotten in some of the conversations that, that you may have with people? And, and, you know, it's easy to get hyper-focused on the development. You see the construction in the houses. But there's a lot more to it that the city benefits from when that development occurs. Can you tell us a little bit yeah. more about, you know, when you get a housing development, what else comes with that? Yeah, so when you get a housing development, uh, one of the first things happens is obviously there's economic investment happening in developing that subdivision. And that's helping the local and regional economy because uh, it's local and regional contractors and uh, businesses that are all part of that redevelopment of that subdivision. The developers using all these uh, people. Uh, the other benefit is is the city with a new development achieves uh, an increased tax base, which obviously brings in more tax dollars, which can be used for uh, the new parks or upgraded parks or new pools. Whatever it is, there's more resources coming in. Uh, the other thing is, is in many cases, we're getting different parks out of a new development. So we're getting a park and, and uh, it's being developed and it's for everyone to use, not just the new development. Uh, we also receive uh, development charges and those development charges go to pay for the cost that come with growth. The, the infrastructure and services that are needed are paid for by the developers every time they put a permit in for a new um, house. Um, Grant, before I ask the question that I want to ask, of the the projects either on the horizon or any that have been recently um, finished, the like amenities, is there one in particular that you are proudest of or just happiest that Welland 
offers and boasts. I think it's the I think the new Flatwater Sports Center is really amazing. I've seen the uh, drone photo pictures of it, and um, it really looks something to be proud of. Like it's, it's it's a brand new sports facility, and it's covering off all the all the different court sports that people enjoy. And uh, you know, it, it, there's options for everybody there. You know, if you're if you're not into beach volleyball, there's pickleball. If you're not pickleball, there's volleyball. So there, there's all the different, uh, there's yoga. There's, it's, it's covered off all the different yeah. things that people want to do. And I think that's great. So um, that's the Empire Sports Empire Plex you refer to. Yeah. Yeah. Which is going to be adjacent to the Flatwater Center. Right. Uh, just, yeah. So <laughs> nobody thinks that they're uh, going to be doing beach volleyball inside the uh, Flatwater Center. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so Grant, we recently had a conversation with Lena DeCellis, manager of economic development. And I'm just curious, how does your department, how does your team interact with the Economic Development Office in working together to meet businesses that are already here and the businesses that are planned to come here? Yeah, um, the Planning and Development Department, uh, we work hand in hand with the Economic uh, Development Office uh, to meet the needs of existing and uh, incoming businesses. Um, We involve economic development office at every stage of the planning process. We've taken their suggestions and amended various policies and procedures to uh, improve the efficiency of the approval process. And uh, one of the areas that was identified as a roadblock to future growth and development was the city zoning bylaw. And um, the economic development office uh, had me attend a, a economic development conference. And one of the workshops they wanted to me attend was uh, what is zoning? And um, you know, from an economic development perspective, I said, well, why do I need to attend this? I'm already an expert in planning. This sounds like it's a course for, for people in economic development. But after attending that uh, workshop, I found out that zoning was one of the biggest barriers for economic developers. Interesting. And attracting economic development. And so in 2015, we started the process of amending our zoning bylaw and approved a by, by 2017, we approved a new up had a new bylaw approved, which brought lands across the city into a shovel-ready uh, state uh, for the types of development that we wanted to attract uh, economic development-wise, and also to promote uh, more housing. And so uh, that's where we came up with our new bylaw in 2017. And one of the one of the big components of that: how can we put properties in a more shovel-ready state so that people are closer? to the building permit, which is what they're out to seek. Okay, they need that building permit to start construction. And so that was one sort of example of where we sort of put our ideas into action. And I mean, it's paying off, certainly. You mentioned building permits and um, you know, earlier this spring or later this spring, I don't know, we're almost in summer, we're in, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I don't know where I am in the calendar. Recently, uh, we put out some news just talking about building permit um, issuance to date and how those numbers are strong, and that follows on the back of a couple other strong years. What, in your mind, does the strength of those building permit numbers say about what's happening in the city? Well, um, one thing it's saying is that the city is a is a great place to live and work. Um, people, people, developers are making investments in housing, which is attracting obviously is is, is meeting a demand that's that's there. Um, and also with the uh, economic development component, the more people we have coming, 
the more attractive we are from an economic um, development perspective. Um, again, seeing high permit numbers means that our tax base is growing because every permit that gets put in, that property gets reassessed and it would be reassessed at a higher value potentially, which, which obviously is more um, revenue for the city. There's huge economic investment happening and that sort of uh, trickles down through the economy. So businesses are benefiting from the growth. Uh, and again, the growth is helping bring new resources to the city, which is helping us to invest back into the city so that existing and future residents are taken care of, essentially, from from the set of services that the city provides. Awesome. Well, we're coming up to the end, uh, so I'll just open floor for you. Is there anything from a planning building perspective that you want to clear the air about? You get questions all the time. What does this mean? What does that mean? Is there anything that you can share with listeners uh, about planning and building that... Uh, we haven't know. said so far. Uh, well, I think I would just reiterate the point that the city is currently in the process of doing a new official plan and that residents uh, should and we want them to uh, participate in the process. Because if, if you don't participate and don't tell us what your concerns are, what you'd like to see in the future, it's going to be hard for us to know what that is. So we, we really want people to participate because it just makes the official plan a, a much stronger document when it gets approved. Grant, how can people participate? Do you want to give them the heads up on that? Yes, they can uh, go to our city's website. It's one of the main things on our uh, front page. There's also, uh, they can also search Engage Welland and it's, uh, there's a, there's actually a landing page there for the official plan process and people can sign up and uh, receive updates. Thank you. Well, Grant, we are at that time. Question that everybody gets. Pineapple on your pizza, yes or no? Uh, uh, I'm going to say party pineapple. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> I looked it up today. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the green part of the uh, pineapple is a party hat. Oh. Interesting. Okay. All right. So we'll put them down for a yes. Yeah. And away we go that. with party pineapple. I like it. There, learn something new. Learn a lot new. Yes. A lot about planning and building <laughs> and, and development. And party and pineapple. Party pineapple. So Grant, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thanks. We've reached that point where it's now time to bridge the gap. And um, thank you again to Grant for taking some time to join us today to talk about all things uh, building and planning. Uh, to <laughs> Two things that if you do take a, a look around the city, you're going to see uh, quite a bit of. Uh, without a doubt. And I think one of the things for me that Grant touched on that sometimes might get forgotten in the kind of overarching, maybe knee-jerk reaction to seeing some quick and fast uh, areas start to be developed is that when those developments come, you're not just getting houses, you're getting parks, you're getting amenities, you're getting infrastructure, uh, you're getting an increased tax base, you're getting things that are, of course, yes, new to that particular spot, that will benefit the entire city uh, over time, which, um, you know, I think it's an easy thing to overlook, Paul, but, um, you know, I think it's also critically important to remember when we do see the the growth and and the development that's happening, because like Grant said too, it's also indicative of people wanting to move here, people wanting to invest here. So um, whether it's job creations, trails, parks, et cetera, like I mentioned, uh, there's a lot of good things that, that come from it. So, so much of it is, uh, is connected. And what I took away from 
uh, his conversation, and I definitely have to think on this because there's a lot to unpack here, uh, was the official plan. And it's a forward-thinking document. It's a living document, which is great to know that there is room for it to grow and change. And I want to echo Grant's piece about our residents offering their input and helping to, well, share their feedback so that they can help develop it. There is still time to do that. There is still time for our community to have a say in how our city looks now to a certain extent, but especially how our city will grow and look in the future. And so just along what Grant said, please check out the Engage Welland page for the official plan. And everything else. Oh, going on. So many we want your feedback. We really do. Please share it. And on any of the projects that are open right now, don't hesitate. Official plan, especially. And I mean, let's plug our show. We are on the Engage Welland page. So please drop your questions or comments or episode suggestions to us at engagewelland.ca slash podcast. And until next week, thank you for joining. Thank you.